نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم والشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created mankind, jinn, and everything that exists to worship him alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not to associate any partners with him, to leave a person's desires, and to ensure that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes first in absolutely every single matter. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنِّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I have not created jinn or man except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in fact, this concept of worship isn't only exclusive or specific to jinn or to mankind. Rather, every part of creation, every part of creation worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When najm, when shajar, the trees and the stars they prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the sun and the moon, they both run on their fixed courses, worshipping Allah jalla wa'ala. The entire universe, its creation, Allah jalla wa'ala created it to glorify Allah. سَبَّحَ لِلَّهِ مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Everything in the heavens and everything on earth glorifies Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Aziz. Al-Hakim, the ever-powerful, the ever-mighty, and the one who is the most wise, Jalla wa'ala. Imam al-Qayyim, rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, while speaking about the earth, its land, its mountains, its water, its trees, he says, rahimahullah ta'ala, that Allah, Jalla wa'ala, decrees the earth, its sea, its walls, it's mountains to worship Allah in two different types of ways. It worships Allah Jalla wa'ala by being firm for the believers to worship Allah. By being firm and quiet to allow the believers to walk upon it, to tread upon it, to build upon it, to worship Allah Jalla wa'ala upon it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu ladhi ja'ala lakumul arda qarara Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the earth for you a place to walk upon it and tread upon it. He's made the earth for you a place to find peace and tranquility 
upon it. Does he not say Jalla wa'ala, أَمَّنْ جَعَلَ الْأَرْضَ قَرَارًا وَجَعَلَ خِلَالَهَا أَنْهَارًا وَجَعَلَ لَهَا رَوَاسِيًا وَجَعَلَ بَيْنَ الْبَحْرَيْنِ حَاجِزًا أَيْلَاهُمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ بَلْ أَكْثَرُهُمْ لَا يَعْلَمُونَ Who is the one that's made the earth a place to walk and tread upon? The earth a place that is peaceful and tranquil. The earth that doesn't move around the earth that's enabled us to build upon it, to live upon it, to find peace and tranquility upon it. Is it not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So Allah jalla wa ala, He tests the believers to see who can surpass others when Allah jalla wa ala has given us the blessings of the earth. In its original form when the earth worships Allah by being peaceful and tranquil for the believers. Who is it that worships Allah? Who is it that thanks Allah? Who is it that shows gratitude to Allah? Who is it that in these moments of peace and tranquility upon the earth, at that moment when nothing is wrong, at that moment when they're not challenged, and that moment when their lives and their possessions and everything that belongs to them that they hold dear to them, is that ease? Who is it that worships Allah Jalla wa'ala? Who is it that comes forward and still submits to Allah Jalla wa'ala? So Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala says, Allah Jalla wa'ala has decreed worship for the earth in this manner. Where it falls to the commands of Allah and becomes a land of peace and tranquility. A land that doesn't shake. A land that allows the believers to worship upon it. And through this he says, Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah, Allah Jalla wa'ala examines the hearts of the slaves of Allah to see who worships Allah when things go good for them. Who worships Allah and matters where their lives are at ease. Who shows gratitude, who shows thanks, who still raises their hands and asks Allah or thanks Allah for this moment of blessing. He then says, Rahimahullah ta'ala, and then Allah Jalla wa'ala has commanded the earth and commanded its water and commanded its mountains and commanded the skies and commanded the different types of weather to worship Allah Jalla wa'ala in another manner. And he says, Rahimahullah ta'ala, and Allah Jalla wa'ala in this particular instant, he commands the earth and everything in it to destroy itself. He commands the earth and everything in it to swallow, up, to swallow up its inhabitants. He commands the earth and everything in it to show acts of trauma and horror to mankind. So the earth quakes and lives are lost. The earth shakes and buildings collapse. Tsunamis are found that wipe out cities. Weather is sent by Allah Jalla wa'ala and it destroys lands, it destroys people. It makes them lose their possessions, their lives. Their livestock, everything that they hold dearly is taken away from Allah. It's taken away from the creation that Allah Jalla wa'ala has created. It's taken away from the servants of Allah Jalla wa'ala. And why does he do this? Why does he decree this form of ibadah for the earth and everything that's in it? He does this Jalla wa'ala to show his station. He does this Jalla wa'ala because mankind underestimated the greatness of Allah Jalla wa'ala. وَمَا قَدْرُ اللَّهَ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ We didn't give Allah Jalla wa'ala the right that he deserved. We didn't see him in the manner in which 
He is subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا قَدَرُ اللَّهِ حَقَّ قَدْرِهِ وَالْأَرْضُ جَمِيعًا قَبْدَتُهُ يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ وَالسَّمَوَاتُ مَطْوِيَاتٌ بِيَمِينِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَلَىٰ عَمَّا يُشْرِكُونَ We didn't give Allah Jalla wa ala the right that he deserved. And so on the day of resurrection, Allah Jalla wa ala will hold and grasp the earth and the heavens in his hands. All glory be to him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah Jalla wa ala gives us a taste. A taste of the greatness of Allah by making the earth a land that was created for us. Making the earth a land that was peaceful to us. Making our homes a land that we found, a place that we found for peace and security and tranquility. Enemies to us, taking our lives, taking our stock, losing our possessions, losing our loved ones. He does this Jalla wa'ala. He does this Jalla wa'ala commanding the earth to worship Allah in this manner so that we can fear him. So that we understand the greatness of Allah Jalla wa'ala. وَمَا نُرُسِّلُ بِالْآيَاتِ إِلَّا He says, تَخْوِيفَ And we haven't sent you these signs. We haven't destroyed your homes. We haven't made the earth quake. We haven't made the earth tremble below your feet. We haven't made you lose your loved ones because of these natural catastrophes and calamities. Except to make you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Except to make you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says Jalla wa ala, وَنُخَوِّفُهُمْ وَنُخَوِّفُهُمْ فَمَا يَزِيدُهُمْ إِلَّا تُضْيَانٌ كَبِيرًا And we made them fear. We made them fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The scholars of Islam, they say, that Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees the earth and the heavens and the weather and the sea to worship Allah by destroying itself and destroying its inhabitants. So that Allah Jalla wa'ala can show mankind the greatness of Allah. For how many of us sometimes live in this world thinking as if though the power that we have, the authority that we show makes us feel as if though we are immortal. We are self-sufficient, we think. Our earnings are decreed for us. We are wealthy in every regard, we think. We are safe and secure in our homes, we think. Or we have gangs or groups or members that can protect us and grant us security, we think. So Allah Jalla wa'ala changes the dimensions of the earth to shake us and to show us who indeed holds absolute authority. Who indeed holds true power who indeed possesses us entirely. He subhanahu wa ta'ala shakes us. He commands the earth and the weather and the sea to destroy us and to destroy itself. Only to show us who deserves to be feared. This is why in a hadith reported in Bukhari, Jabir radiallahu ta'ala and he says, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the ayah, say, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Is it not Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is able to send you a torment or destroy you from above you? When Allah Jalla revealed this part of the ayah of this surah, the Prophet sallallahu raised his hands up and he said, A'udhu bi wajhika ya Allah. A'udhu bi wajhika ya Allah. 
When Allah revealed this ayah, who is it the one who is able to send you a torment and destroy you from above? The Prophet said, Oh Allah, I seek refuge with your face. I seek refuge with your face from this. Then he reveals subhanahu wa ta'ala the next part of the ayah. And he says, Oh, or before that he says, Oh, or he sends you a torment from under your feet and destroys you from under your feet. And he says, وسلم, raising his hands up, saying, ya Allah. I seek refuge with your face, O Allah from the torment above the heavens and the torment from below the ground. And then when Allah decreed and he spoke about how then. He subhanahu wa ta'ala allows mankind to kill mankind and destroy one another. And he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, indeed, this type of test is a lesser form, a lesser form of a test. For the test of Allah, the punishment of Allah, through way of destroying mankind, by commanding the earth and its water and its mountains to become enemies towards us, soldiers against us, is a greater type of Punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is what the hadith of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. She narrates, whenever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a hadith in Bukhari, كَانَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِنَّمَا رَأَى غَيْمًا أَوْ رِيحًا عُرِفَ ذَلِكَ فِي وَجِهِ Whenever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he saw dust in the sky, or he saw fog, or he saw the clouds gather, or he saw water about to fall from amongst the heavens. He saw in his face some kind of fear. He saw his facial expressions and his emotions changed. I said to him, Ya Rasulullah, O Prophet of Allah, when the people of the when the people of mankind, when they see these the clouds appearing, or they see the wind about to blow, or they see rain about to fall, they become extremely happy. Hoping in water. Hoping in rain, hoping in some kind of comfort for this weather. Whenever the clouds appear and the water is about to fall from amongst the heavens, why do you show this fear? Why does your face change? And he responds, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, Oh Aisha, oh my wife Aisha, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destroyed nations and he has destroyed lands through clouds in the sky and through wind in the sky. And I fear that every time a cloud appears, perhaps he's going to destroy this ummah and destroy the inhabitants of this land. The Prophet sallallahu understood that Allah jalla wa holds the keys to absolutely all types of pleasure and all types of fear. Allah deserves to be worshipped in times of peace and tranquility. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala deserves to be worshipped in times of fear and difficulty. Allah decrees and legislates the earth to worship him in these two different avenues. And two different emotions and two different pathways. In order to see which from the creation, who from the creation has surpassed others. Our brothers or sisters in Islam... We are currently in a time where we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreeing calamities across the Muslim lands. And not just in the Muslim lands, but across the world. Through ways 
through trials of earthquakes, through trials of Muslims killing Muslims or the enemies of Allah killing the Muslims. But at this moment we've seen earthquake after earthquake after earthquake in the lands of Turkey and Syria, in lands where Muslims reside and worship Allah Jalla wa'ala, in lands where people are trying to come close to the worship of Allah Jalla wa'ala, yet Allah Jalla wa'ala still decrees and still legislates this type of calamity upon the believers. The scholars of Islam they discuss and they speak about the reasons as to why Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees calamities upon the believers. For earthquakes in its very nature in the lands of Muslims is not something new. It happened many a time in the past. The Prophet ﷺ himself in two different narrations was one day on a mountain on Mecca and one day on a mountain on, in Medina when the mountain shook severely and he told the mountain ﷺ to calm down or to be quiet. For on top of it ﷺ was a prophet of Allah, a Siddiq, Abu Bakr radiallahu an, and a Shaheed, and the one who's going to be a martyr, Umar bin Khattab radiallahu an. So earthquakes and the earth shaking is a calamity Allah Jalla wa'ala has decreed. At the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he will continue to decree it throughout the phase of this ummah. And he will conclude, he will conclude humanity as mankind on this earth with a shake and an earthquake at the end of time. So why does he, subhanahu wa ta'ala, remind us and command the earth to shake in this particular manner? The first, as we've already discussed, it's so that we can fear Allah Jalla wa'ala. We can raise our lives, raise our families and direct our life in proportion to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fearing Him over absolutely everything. Fearing His adab over absolutely everything. And understanding that we are only upon this earth as possessions of Allah. We are only upon this earth to worship Allah and to take from this earth only the matters that Allah Jalla wa'ala is pleased with. The second, as the ulama of Islam they mention, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees for the earth to shake and decrees for Muslim lives or lives of the disbelievers to be lost so as to remind us that the day of judgment is approaching. So as to remind us that the day of judgment is approaching. Did he not say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? In a hadith reporting in Al-Bukhari, لا تقوم الساعة حتى يقبض العلم The day of judgment will not come until ilm, until knowledge is taken away. And then he says, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, وَتَكْثُرَ الزَّلَازِلِ Until earthquakes become something that is common. Until earthquakes become something that is common. وَيَتَقَارَبَ الزَّمَانِ Until time becomes small or time becomes such that we feel as if though time is going very quickly. Yesterday we felt as if though Ramadan came to an end. And yet Ramadan is as if though it's going to start tomorrow. And then he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, وَتَذْهَرَ الْفِتْنِ And the fitin will become widespread. Trials and tribulations will become widespread. And then he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, وَيَكْثُرُ الْهَرْجِ وَهُوَ الْقَتْلُ الْقَتْلِ And then you'll find there is an increase in people killing others. Hadith reported in Bukhari. Earthquakes are a sign that the day of judgment is approaching. Every time we see an earthquake, 
every time we hear about a land whereby people find it shakes beneath their feet it's a sign for us all as believers of Allah to understand that the day of judgment is coming especially when we hear about lands that have earthquakes once, twice, thrice and then more times every single week every day as if though goes past and we hear about the earthquake in the very same land earthquakes becoming common is a sign that the day of judgment is approaching the ulama of Islam they also mention one of the reasons why Allah decrees for the earth to shake and tremble under the feet of mankind is due to the sin that the creation of Allah due to the sins of mankind and jinn do we not know have you not heard? Have you not read the very fact that the earth itself wants to split asunder? And the earth itself wants to shake and the skies want to split asunder due to the shirk of mankind. Does he not say subhanahu wa ta'ala? The heavens in itself want to want to feel as if though they are want to tear apart and the earth wants to split asunder and the mountains they want to ruin themselves why is this the case he says because people are claiming that Allah has a son this Ibn Qayyim he says just like how this true servant of Allah who finds peace and tranquility in worshipping Allah who finds peace and tranquility in standing in the masjid or find peace and tranquility in fasting the Ramadan. He finds love, he finds contentment in ibadah. The earth, the earth finds contentment in these two forms of ibadah. The earth, it wants to tear apart. It wants to tremble under the feet of humankind. It wants to destroy itself. It wants to take the inhabitants upon the earth. It wants to worship Allah in this manner. Due to the fact that mankind have gathered sins, have mankind have come to worship Allah, but substituted that for the desires in this dunya. Does he not say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? In this particular ummah, you'll find earthquakes, you'll find the earth trembling. A man from the believers, he said, Ya Rasulullah, wa mata dhalik Ya Rasulullah. And when will this happen? When will the earth shake? When will it tremble under the people's feet? He says, When they begin to drink alcohol, and when they begin to take musical instruments, and when they begin to beat these musical instruments, this is when the earth will begin to shake. This is when the earth will begin to quake. This is when the earth will begin to destroy itself over the others. That's the ibadah of the earth. As Ibn Qayyim mentions, Allah Jalla wa'ala. Allah Jalla wa'ala has placed this ibadah of the earth. It wants to shake. It wants to crumble. It wants to break. It wants to destroy itself and destroy everything upon it. Due to the fact that mankind have left and substituted the ibadah of Allah for the ibadah of their desires. To the worship of their desires. From amongst the reasons why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as the ulama of Islam, they mention, decrees and legislates for the earth to take. It's that Allah jalla wa wants to see the slaves of Allah return back to Allah. 
For it's part of the nature of mankind that when things go wrong, when things become difficult, when they are squeezed in their life and they find calamities after calamities, that they return back to Allah Jalla wa'ala. How many of us when we need something really badly, we raise our hands up to Allah Jalla wa'ala. How many of us in times of extreme distress, times of extreme stress and depression, we raise our hands up to Allah Jalla wa'ala. That's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wants the slaves of Allah to return back to him. So he decrees calamities. He decrees destruction. He decrees the earth to worship him in this manner. So that mankind can return back to Allah Jalla rahimahullah ta'ala. When he explains the ayah, Inna Allah yukhawifun nas bima sha' When Allah Jalla he destroys or he makes the people fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By him subhanahu wa ta'ala having ayat or having signs in this world. So that mankind can contemplate and ponder. He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he decreed these calamities in the hope that people return back to him and worship him. And this was the sunnah of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, when he was in Kufa, in Iraq, and Allah jalla wa'ala decreed for the earth to shake. Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu, while seeing the earthquake, while seeing the homes collapse, while seeing people losing their lives, he called out loudly, screaming towards the whole of Kufa. And he said, Ya ayyuhan nas, O mankind, Inna rabbakum yasta'atibukum fa'atibu. Your Lord is reprimanding you. So turn back to Allah Jalla wa'ala. Your Lord is reprimanding you. So turn back to Allah Jalla wa'ala. Al-Dhahabi rahimahullah ta'ala mentions that 233 years after Hijrah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Dhahabi uh, mentioned rahimahullah ta'ala, that 233 years after Hijrah, when Allah jalla wa'ala decreed an earthquake in the land of Syria, and this earthquake was so fierce that thousands and thousands of people lost their lives. Over 50,000 people were trapped under the earth. He says the people left their homes and they left running towards the masajid. And they're prostrated in the masajid, calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala says, 344 years after hijrah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also once more decreed an earthquake that destroyed lands and destroyed the earth and destroyed people's home. The lands could be heard by the roars of people screaming in the skies. We could also hear the du'as of people at the very same time. Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees these calamities in the hope that mankind return back to Allah. And from amongst the reasons where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees the earth to quake and destroys people's lands, takes people's wealth and takes people's lives is as a mercy for those people who pass away. And sometimes as mankind, as human beings, living in the lands of the West and being fed a type of alternative to world calamities and catastrophes, away from the pure, perfect teachings of the Sharia of Allah Jalla wa'ala, we forget to understand that whilst Allah Jalla wa'ala is testing mankind and testing us for our Iman, the very people that are taken, if they left this world upon Iman, they leave this world as shuhada. They leave this world as martyrs in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In a hadith reported and authenticated by Shaykh al-Albani, 
rahimahullah ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Ummati hadihi umma marhuma. My umma, my umma is this umma that is blessed, this umma that is sacred, this umma that Allah jalla wa said mercy. He said, laysa alayha adhaf al-akhirah. This umma does not have adhaf, does not have punishments in the akhirah. Is walakin adabuha fid dunya al fitan wal zalazil wal qatan. Is rather the test of this ummah, the adab of this ummah, the punishment of this ummah. They will not receive it in the akhirah. Their punishment is in this dunya, in the forms of trials and tribulations, in the forms of earthquakes, in the form in the forms of killing. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'il muslimin fastaghfiruh. إن الله غفور رحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وبعده One of the greatest signs of earthquakes and calamities is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us a lesson about the final earthquake. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya ayyuhal nas, Ya ayyuhal nas, uttaqu rabbakum, inna zalzalati sa'ati, shay'un azim. He says, oh mankind, fear your Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Indeed, the earthquake of the final hour is a mighty earthquake and a terrible thing. The moment when you see it, you see every nursing mother drop her load. You see people in a confused state as if though they are drunk, but they won't be drunk. Rather, this is the severe punishment of Allah Jalla wa Ala. He says, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Ida zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha. And when the earth will shake a mighty shake, and everything will be spilled out and spat out of the earth. All possessions, all human bodies, all skeletons, all types of things that the earth had hid. On that day, the earth will be inspired to shake. It will be the ibadah for the earth to shake. It will never shake like this ever again. And this shake, this earth quaking in that particular manner, will be an ibadah from Allah, an ibadah to Allah Jalla wa'ala. A mighty shake as an adab for mankind. A terrible shake. And thus every single time Allah Jalla wa'ala decrees the catastrophe from the earth worshipping Allah in that particular manner. With tsunamis, with mountains collapsing, with earth, with the earth trembling, with rain that destroys land and destroys people. Or even when we say, when we see the eclipse, all of these are signs for the believer to take heed. That one day it will happen for a final time. And one day it will happen as a adab for humanity. A punishment from Allah Jalla wa'ala where mankind will be raised up at that particular state. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim to grant mercy to every believer that has lost his life. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect the families of those who have lost their lives. We ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect those who are still trapped underneath rubble and to allow them to be united with their families. We ask subhanahu wa ta'ala to strengthen their faith, to allow them to turn back to Allah, and allow us to take heed from these calamities and catastrophes that are sent across the world. Allahumma a'izz al-Islam wal-Muslimin. Allahumma adhill al-Shirk wal-Mushrikeen. 
اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين قوموا للصلاة